Welcome to ACE Audio, the podcast that supports, educates, informs, and motivates manual therapists around the world. Hello, welcome to this episode. Today we're talking electrotherapy. Now, this is one of those modalities that's certainly had its peaks and troughs over the years, and I'm very pleased to see that it's coming back into a bit of a peak because uh, I just think this modality is super powerful and I've used it so much clinically and seen the evidence for it regardless of the mountain of uh, research that supports these electrotherapy modalities the clinical evidence is also amazing and so in my humble opinion I think electrotherapy is great uh, and there's lots of different forms of it so today I'm going to focus on one which is EMS uh, now, EMS, or NMES, also known as neuromuscular electrical stimulation or electrical muscular stimulation, uh, is one of the probably most commonly used forms of electrotherapy and often, I think, fairly misunderstood in the effects or the, me- the mechanisms of effect that we achieve when performing or using this technique on our patients. So I'm going to talk about it from a purely musculoskeletal or neuromusculoskeletal perspective today and the kinds of things that most manual therapists would use EMS for, which is typically muscular or myofascial type pain. Now there's lots of different proposed mechanisms of effect and so what I'm going to talk about today are some of those and just keep in mind that the research is an evolving space. There's actually a a real uh, rich history of research on electrotherapy and while some of those ideas have maybe fallen out of favour with with regard to um, how much evidence there are to support them, there's still plenty there to suggest that this modality is incredible for not just reducing pain but improving function in our patients in so many different ways. Now, if you're a dry needler like me, there's a pretty good chance you'll also be doing electro dry needling, which is another way of applying EMS, uh, but using that needle as a bit of a conduit to bypass the resistance in the skin and to get the needle to interface with the exact tissue you're trying to target. So that might be a particular muscle, for example. So first of all, I'm gonna dive into one of the uh, most, fairly probably the most obvious effects that we are trying to achieve with EMS, which is the skeletal pump. Now, if you've received electrical, electrical muscular stimulation before, or EMS, you will have experienced this kind of pulsing sensation in the tissue. And it would be like uh, recruiting a tissue to recruiting a muscle to contract over and over. And depending on the frequency that you apply with an EMS machine, that pulse will happen faster or it'll happen slower. And so we're not going to dive into all the different settings and what they mean and why you would use them, but looking at some basic principles or uh, mechanisms of effect with these with this particular modality. So with the skeletal pump, with the contracting uh, muscle that repeats its contraction over and over and over as a result of that stimulation, we initiate the skeletal pump, which is uh, the muscles contracting, creating some internal pressure, pressing against blood vessels and helping to return venous blood back to the heart to be circulated and cleaned and back out through the rest of the body. And so the skeletal pump or the, the, the pumping action that we receive from an EMS machine can be very helpful to improve circulation through the target tissue and to encourage new healthy oxygen rich blood to come back down to that tissue wherever that may be. So the skeletal pump is a fairly obvious effect uh, when we think about the, the pulsing action that we often get with, with EMS. Another one would be uh, the stimulation of mechanoreceptors. So whenever we have a pressure applied, and in this case, we're getting a pressure from the contracting tissue pressing against mechanoreceptors, uh, specific, sorry, specific mechanoreceptor stimulation can result in um, stimulation of the pain gate mechanism. So we're gonna gate the pain. We can reduce the, uh, the, the amount of noxious stimuli or nociception coming into the, the dorsal horn of the spinal cord by 
providing a preferred stimulus via stimulation of those mechanoreceptors. And look, there's a thousand different ways that you can stimulate the pain gate mechanism. Electrotherapy is just one of many. Massage, joint mobilization, um, all different forms of manual therapy will essentially be great for stimulating this. But again, it can be achieved with EMS as well. And one of the great ways that we can get a pain reduction effect with our patients is the stimulation of those mechanoreceptors through that contracting muscle. Uh, another interesting thing to focus on here is the muscle spindle. And so the muscle spindle is a small neurological structure that sits within each of our muscles. We have multiple muscle spindles in each muscle and they're responsible for reporting on uh, muscle tone. And the amount of tension applied to muscle bands or tissue within the muscle will then be uh, sensed or uh, perceived by the muscle spindle and it then sends information back up the sensory pathway again to the spinal cord where it's perceived as too high, too low, and then ideally an improved amount of uh, muscle tone will be achieved through the motor pathway from that same segment in the spine. And so by stimulating that contraction of the muscle, we help to clean up the reporting process of the, the muscle spindles. Often when we have dysfunctional muscle spindles as a result of, uh, of inflammatory waste products in the tissue, other chemicals that might be dampening or, or reducing the effect of those muscle spindles, we can have a reduced ability to report that sensation back to the spinal cord. But again, by producing that skeletal pump, action, the contracting of the muscle, we can improve the information being sent from the muscle spindles to the spinal cord and then have an improved motor outflow, which then can normal, help to normalize the muscle tone. Or in some cases, it may be even used to increase muscle tone if that's the desired outcome. Next thing we'll look at is the Golgi tendon organ. Now these are again, small neurological structures that sit typically within the tendon or the musculotendinous junction. And their job is, help, is designed to help produce something called autogenic inhibition. And so when excessive tension is applied to a tendon or tension is applied to a tendon, they will report that and then help to reduce the tone of its associated muscle. This is a, a concept often used and explored in muscle energy technique or MET, uh, which is a, a pretty popular modality. And the same concept can be applied within, uh, within electrotherapy. So again, because of the unique uh, sort of twitching contraction that we can get from an EMS machine, that really effectively replicates the stimulus required to have the effect from the Golgi tendon organ. Now, for a long time, we thought that you can stretch a muscle, stretch a tendon, and that would stimulate a Golgi tendon organ. But more recent research tells us that no, that's not actually the case. It does require a contraction of the muscle to then pull on the tendon. And if that contraction is a short, sharp contraction, it biases the Golgi tendon organ even more. And so this is fantastic to this discovery. Um, so if we can stimulate the Golgi tendon organ, we can get a better effect uh, in this autogenic inhibition loop, reducing muscle tone, helping to normalize that excessively tight muscle. Another fantastic thing that happens with EMS is we get this neovascularization effect, which is an increase in the growth of blood vessels in and around uh, the target tissue. And so by stimulating the associated motor nerves that supply that muscle and getting that contraction, we can, we can improve the uh, supply of oxygen-rich and nutrient-rich blood to the target tissue. And this is more of a long-term effect of, of EMS, but if it's used as part of somebody's rehabilitation program or plan, uh, one of the, the happy side effects, I guess, is this improved ability to, to provide healthy circulation to the target tissue. And the last thing I wanted to talk about is the stimulation of multiple motor units. 
And so every muscle has a number of different motor endpoints or end plates, which is where motor nerves reach down into an interface with the muscle. And each one of those uh, end plates is where the muscle receives its information from the central nervous system to produce the contraction. And so by providing cleaner, clearer, more robust contractions to the muscle via those motor nerve pathways, we improve the function of those end plates. And a lot of the time, or at least one of the theories around trigger points, is this idea of a dysfunctional end plate. The end plate not providing uh, the appropriate stimulus to be able to produce contraction, but also produce the appropriate relaxation. And so if we are uh, bombarding these motor end plates with impulses and bombarding a number of motor units all, all together, which can be one of the effects that we, we get with EMS as well. We can not only improve the effect and the outcome of those motor end plates in their role, but we can also help to recruit more motor units. And so one of the things we also explore with EMS is this idea of using that tool, that EMS tool, in the early stages of rehabilitation to help recruit more motor units to help people improve their ability to activate muscles in early stage recovery, maybe after an injury or after surgery. So these are just a few of the different effects that we can achieve with, with an EMS machine. And of course, each of these effects is mediated by the various different settings that we would apply to the tool, the, the particular EMS machine that we're using. And so the, the way that we adjust the frequency, the pulse width and so on, all these different settings, all those things can adjust the potential outcomes that we can achieve with our patients when we use these tools. And so there's a lot more to it than just whacking the machine on, making the muscle pulse away and, and then taking it off and, and assuming all these things will happen. We can uh, rely on many of these effects with EMS, but we, if we really want to get a targeted effect, we have to understand the different settings and how they can be applied and how those different settings uh, can affect the physiology of the patient. So if you're interested in learning more about EMS, we do run an electrotherapy course um, where we discover, where we, where we explore, I should say, EMS principles and applications for a range of different presentations. We also look at TENS machines on how they can be applied for helping to reduce pain. And we also explore microcurrent therapy, which is a more, uh, more recent and, and I think really highly valuable application within the suite of electrotherapeutics. So if any of that interests you, hit up our website, check it out. We do run electrotherapy courses around the country every year um, and they're always really popular because it's, it's a modality that's actually very difficult to learn in, in great detail. It's rarely taught in any undergraduate programs, which is a real shame because I think it's super valuable. So check it out if you're interested.